coming to you live from Parkview Studios, the garage. This is the Brothers Catch Up, a weekly podcast where two brothers come together to catch up. I'm Sal Biazzi. With me, as always, is my brother, Frankie Biazzi. Wow. I, you know, a couple days ago, I was saying how that groundhog is such a ripoff. Like, what a scam artist. I had, I was, I picked up all the dog poop in the yard that had accumulated over the long, cold winter. There were flies on some of the recently plopped excrement. It's a sign of spring. Exactly. There were buds on trees as I was walking that I was like, you know, that's spring. I saw a rabbit hopping. It was like 65 degrees. A couple days in a row. It was nice. Spring came early. And as I was shit-talking, that stupid rodent, today happened. Well, you really yesterday and today. See, I don't understand your your gripe with the groundhog. The groundhog happened two weeks ago. He was wrong. Well, he was right. Now he's right now, but yesterday, two days ago, he looked like an idiot. Yeah. I've... I don't think you should just be upset at a rodent. The groundhog <laughs> has no effect on weather patterns. That's my plan as well. Like, it's just going to either be nice or not. Nice. <laughs> it's not like the warm weather's out there over the Pacific moving its way <laughs> eastward. Oh, it's like, whoa! It's been six weeks. Wait, wait, wait. We ought to wait. I was like, it's spring, man. Yeah, but it's still, like, we're only in the second week of February. It's winter spring. Like, that's so early for spring. Yeah, but global warming, we were talking about this. This is actually more evidence. We won't mention this in the way it's like, well, obviously it's It's cold. It's it's a counter-argument to what we were saying. Or do you think this adds to what we were saying? No, I think it adds to what we were saying. Because this is a normal weather day for middle of February. Yeah. I the just 65 was, day on Saturday was... The that fuck was, was that? the anomaly. But it was just warm. Dude, nice. if global warming was just like, all of February is that... Sign me up. Dude, give me that. You mean spring starts in February in Jersey? I'm in. Will the pine trees die? So that the, I mean, they start developing if you don't the pine live in barrens? New Jersey... Like, <laughs> notoriously, the saying is like, you only actually get two seasons in New Jersey. You get summer and winter. Alright, I have a fact that's probably disinformation because I've forgotten it, but I learned it and I wanted to tell you it, and now I've remembered it, and I'm going to speak it. Glad you walked us through your train of thought there. The Pine Barrens. We shit on the Pine Barrens, but the Pine Barrens are cool because they're massive. Cranberries. New Jersey is... Like, all the world's cranberries come from the Pine New Jersey is a fascinating place. If you don't live in New Jersey, you should understand that it's the most densely populated state, but it also has some one of the largest wildlife preserves We should around. actually take that video on New Jersey, that YouTube video. Yeah. We should just play that audio as an episode one week. <laughs> just so to steal that guy's YouTube video. Um, in the Pine Barrens are five of the six species... And the pine barrens, pine barrens alone are five of the six species of carnivorous plants. What? I think that's true. There's no way that's true. First of all, I don't think there's a thing... Like, there's no such thing as a carnivorous plant. No, like a Venus flytrap? 
Five of the six carnivorous plants on Earth only are native exist to the Pine Barrens. It's the only place they exist. As hell? <laughs> if you um, thought the Pine Barrens were scary before, I have to look that up and confirm if I'm remembering that correctly. There's probably where, something. I'm probably I'm probably generally correct about that. Where do you think you saw that? I believe it was just like on a TikTok about the Pine Barrens. That can't be real. I think it's true. Because you saw a TikTok. <laughs> You know, the wonderful right. thing about doing a podcast is I do have a computer. The Pine Barrens feel like a place where a lot of carnivorous plants would exist. How do you spell carnivorous? Carnivorous. So if we just Google carnivorous plants, Pine, Pine Barrens, Bar- New Jersey, it comes up. Let's see. The carnivorous species of the Pine Barrens, pitcher plant, sundews, and bladderworts, have evolved different ways to capture and consume insects and other tiny animals. Okay, so there's three. That's right there, right off the bat. We're three. <laughs> um, I'm, sound like I'm close. Yeah, I mean, I think that's fine. We'll go with what you said. Cool. It's close enough. Like, I mean, there's clearly carnivorous plants in pine barrens. It's probably going to take me a little bit more research to, to figure out like that's how many only, are there and if it's the only place that they exist. But we'll go with what you said. That's pretty cool. Isn't that weird about the pirates? So I, I would bring that up because uh, I think it shows that it's creepy as hell. It is a creepy place. But there also that's like where all the cranberry bogs are, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So like, But like if you've never seen scrub pines, you'd understand what... People who live in our part of New Jersey don't. Like, I hate scrub pines. What are scrub pines? The pine trees that are in the pine barrens. Oh, it's these look- big. The, all these pine trees that drop the pine needles everywhere. Yeah. That's the that's the native tree. They're not pretty. No, they're just like dirty. <laughs> they just make a mess. Um, but yeah, nature's beautiful. And that groundhog can go suck a dick. So, uh, as the week progressed, I brought up something to you and you dismissed it because you're like, nothing's going to happen. And we try not to talk too much about political current events, but I only bring this up because it's a big story and no one's going to talk about it or even know it happened. But it's just interesting that, that when we get details of like what actually happened in the 2016, 17, 18 years, we knew... That the FBI had an investigation that was launched by Hillary Clinton and Christopher Steele that led to them spying on Trump Tower. And that when Donald Trump tweeted that they had wired Trump Tower, the nation went crazy. And everyone melted down and they called Donald Trump all of names. But over time, that was proven to be true. The FBI did, in fact, do that. John Durham released a 13-page like memo in his court filings... Essentially saying that Michael Sussman, who is a lawyer for Hillary Clinton and essentially the guy who went to the FBI, that launched that investigation. He has a conflict of interest with his uh, attorneys because his attorneys also represent the people who are going to be on trial. So like, if Sussman's a witness, it's the, the law firm might also have to be a witness. So they all can't be representing each other. All right. Now, in this memo where they're talking about this conflict of interest and whether or not the court has to do anything about it, is a footnote. And in the footnote, 
It essentially says that Durham has evidence and he intends to prove at trial that Michael Sussman was working and paying Georgia Tech. I think it's Georgia Tech. I don't if I'm wrong on the specific university in Georgia, I apologize. Might be Georgia University. I don't know if that's different. I think it's Georgia Tech. He was paying researchers at Georgia Tech to essentially hack into Trump Tower, uh, his apartments in New Jersey, and the White House. Sussman was not at the FBI. Sussman is not doing an investigation for any legal... You know, inve- like criminal investigation. That, that was always the excuse. Like, Trump was actually a Russian puppet. That's why the FBI had to launch an investigation and spy on him. Well, what we're learning is that Sussman, independent of whatever the FBI was doing, was paying researchers at Georgia Tech University to spy on the White House. And Trump, the former president of the United States, suggested after this news came to light that that's a crime punishable of death. And I'm just bringing this all up to say, where are we in our political climate where we know what's happening in the mainstream and the prosecution that's coming against the right from the left? But you also have to realize there is a counter movement. Trump is saying one thing, Durham is saying one thing, and we're saying one thing. So, like, the stakes are really high here. No. I disagree. Like, I think the stakes are incredibly low because I don't think you're playing with anything. Like, there's no... The stakes are, are would, would be high if there was something to lose. But, like, you've lost everything. Everything's already lost. There's nothing... Like, like this point in history books will forever be lost. Like, we'll never... Like, kids growing up in schools... People who didn't like Trump. Like, no one is ever going to actually know the truth. Because even if they did, they're not going to believe it anyway. So, like, what I would equate it to is, like, a free lottery ticket. Like, bright side, hey, maybe you'll win the lottery. It could be really big. But, like, if you don't, you're dealing with whatever what you had anyway. If Durham is doing a legitimate investigation... And, but what what would lead you to believe that anyone would give credit to this Durham report? It's not a report. The investigation. Not, what, what, no one's gonna believe it. No one. We've watched this for five years now. When information comes out against the left narrative, they say it's not real, and it works. No one ever questions it. <laughs> They've been doing it. Every, to every piece of news. You every day fight with people on Twitter about stuff that has happened. And what do they tell you? That it's not real. What makes you think this is going to be any different? Bigger picture, though. Like, I understand what you're saying. But you can only, you can only be corrupt, lying criminals for so long. I don't think that's true. Why? Why can't they just keep doing it? Well, everything's falling apart. That's that's what you think. Is everything really falling apart? They still have all control and power. Sure, but gas prices are what right now? Who cares? We're paying them. Food prices are what right now? We're paying them. What's going on on the Russian border? Who cares? <laughs> no one's no one's talking about it, dude. No one cares. 
I think people do care. What's happening in what's happening on the border of North, of Canada and the United States right now? Doesn't matter. All of it. It's all like Here's my point. It's like maybe maybe I shouldn't say it doesn't matter no one cares because it does matter. And we do care. We obviously care. There are tons of people who care. I follow all of them on Twitter. <laughs> I follow all of the people who care on Twitter. But like my point is if a majority of the population worldwide are just going to choose to not believe things and will always carry water for the corrupt establishment, they can be corrupt forever. Because it's not going to matter until it collapses, and then in that case, it's not going to matter anyway. But it is collapsing. Okay, but when it collapses, it's still not going to matter. Because it's going to collapse to the point where we're, we're lost. We have no chance to find our ways back to here. So when it comes to Durham... In his investigation, guess what? I needed this investigation two years ago. You're too blackpilled. Come on. You, bl- you can't. You What's blackpilled? It's like it's doomer. No, I'm. I'm gonna choose. To, you know, dude. I don't know. I think you should try it. It's. I've really ever since. I don't know, probably ever since Biden won. I've just like, all right, I'm out. Like I, I did my part for four years. I can't do this anymore. That's all I'm saying. Like. You can choose not to do anything. That doesn't change what is and isn't. What is happening is inflation is through the roof. Yes. Right? Yep. Agree. World War Three could break out at any moment. Sure. I don't think it will, but yeah. Well, I don't think it will either. I hope it doesn't. But it could. 100%. People understand basic things. And whether or not they want to recognize that Michael Sussman was working with Georgia Tech doesn't change the fact that there's an investigation into that right now. And if John Durham brings legitimate charges and holds people accountable for those things, you can say, hey, these people were charged with these things. That's a reality. Now, all I'm saying is Donald Trump is playing to retake the White House. Yes. Donald Trump is saying that this is treason. If, well, that's where I'll, like, listen, me and you have been on this podcast since the election happened. We knew what it was then. It wasn't real. You, your Twitter profile picture for a while was the, the spike. It's still up there on my banner. In votes. It's like, we know. I am of the belief, my, my black-pilled doomer, it doesn't, nothing will actually change, Trump will never retake the White House, there's no way. If that was to actually start, and, and I'm, I'll say what I'm going to say here is, I still don't see any momentum towards that, I don't see a path, I don't think there, he can. But, maybe that, that could change overnight. Dude, it's a slow process. I'll I'll turn in my black pill when I start to see momentum. Let's say the GOP manages a decent win in the midterm. See, but now we're talking. See, that's that's a problem though. We can't rely on elections. I agree because they're not real. I agree, but midterm elections are a little different because they're more local elections. Yeah, I still just I I mean, how can you trust any election at I this don't. point? But you could still vote. You could still hope you get good results, but. But especially when it comes to the congressional races, if the GOP does well, 
because people are just fed up with what they've seen so far. It's only been a year. It's been one of the worst one-year runs of any... It's kind of hilarious when you think about it. If you, if it weren't really a, like a thing, like if you weren't living in this country right now... It'd be hysterical. <laughs> it'd be great. It's terrible. Um, you could start the process of fighting back. If Trump has a good showing in the midterms, if he's able to win enough congressmen loyal to him and not Mitch McConnell... This is a real... Pa- I'm, I'm just thinking about it as the politics of it now. Yeah. Like, let's pretend... Politics is also the power struggle, right? You were a Game of, Stro- a Game of Thrones fan. Yeah. It's you one can thing- be corrupt, but you still need to hold all the strings. Yes. Yeah, like- so, Joe Biden, even if he could rig the 2020 election... Not him. He's not doing it. He's incompetent. Yeah. But the people around him are able to pull off... That's still politics. Yeah, of course. Being able to have the governors in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, uh, across the country to in not, response to COVID, yeah, to mail ballots across the state, that's a political move. Yeah. Now, I would argue the legality of it. I think it shows their corruption. A Democrat thinks it was necessary. Mm-hmm. Fine. If they don't have that excuse going forward because COVID is ending, because of the political ramifications of the COVID policy... And the political ramifications of the COVID policy harm Democrats, and they lose enough power. Yes. Where enough power goes to Trump loyalists. It's kind of ironic, isn't it? It could be. If Trump could get enough of Congress and Senate where he can start wielding that power from... Like, he puts out these press statements, and people like Marjorie Taylor Greene and Matt Gates and Thomas Massey, maybe, and Howley, they'll repeat them. Or take those notes and say, okay, I like this message. And they know that their constituents... Will like it. Yes. If enough of them have that, you can start pushing for impeachments. You can start pushing... You can start campaigning for 2024. Yeah. If Trump could get back in the White House... This... We've been saying this... Uh, you mean back in the White House as a result of an election? Back in the White House by any... In Wisconsin and Arizona, I'll, I think he's a better shot. Better shot getting back in the White House through a crazy turn of events rather than like through an election. Well, in Wisconsin and Arizona, they're already in the process of revoking their electoral votes for Biden. They're trying to. Now it's an incredibly difficult process that's only happened in so limited circumstances. It's impossible to compare it on the federal election scale when there's a sitting president that would be impacted by this yes but if these states set the precedent where other states who feel their votes are corrupted especially if those states again in these midterms solidify republican control yeah i don't put much faith in either of these parties but you have to understand at the local level that's what saves us as a country so these local elections are harder to rig and the people who win those seats are more genuine people so if these state legislatures can start moving the ball and getting, you know, four years. Get in the process of showing that well, they believe that their state elections were rigged in 2020. Now we're jumping the gun, though. We maybe have four years. Well, 
Fingers crossed. I think we have one year. <laughs> we have six minutes. <laughs> if you were the doctor and America was the patient. I'm telling you, hey, go out there and live the best year you can. <laughs> live the out. best year you can. You might not wake up tomorrow. Because th- this, any day. But that's why you're a doomer. Any, yeah, fuck yeah, dude. How could you not be? Because if you were a Democrat in 2016, you would be you would have been saying the same thing. No, as a Democrat. You been. No. What do you mean? If you were a Democrat. Who wanted Hillary to win in 2016? You would have been saying the same thing. They weren't doomers. They were assholes. Yeah, but it's just a matter of your perspective. No, of I'm course. not a doomer in the. I'm not a doomer in the sense of like. Well, I mean, I do think we're fucked. Like, I, <laughs> like, like that's. I, I mean, mean I, I do too. It is as simple as that. But I don't think. See, like I said before, it's a slow process. It feels like. Everything's ending. I'm but just if- so tired of losing. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> I'm not a no. I'm not a doomer. I just quit the game. Okay. You know, like I was playing a game in which I was getting my face beat in it's against game, every though. opponent, and I was like, you know what? I'm out. This game sucks. I can't win it. So you know what? I don't. I'm just gonna not play in your game. But the problem with that is you I'm forced to you, play you in the game every out. day. You're still playing the game, even though I quit. And it's actually, it's harder on you when you're not playing. Yeah. It's also not as fun. Like, playing the game is fun. Like <laughs> Shit-talking other people. Oh, it's so this much fun. Political but, it's a lot easier to just not. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's just... My whole thing is... <laughs> <clears throat> we started this podcast, and for years before that, like going back, probably now we're on, we're almost on. We were, a, so we're, we're closing it on a decade. Well, it's not a decade, right? Eight, we're at like year six. Yeah. When this, that's what I mean by closing it. We're on in a the second now. half of yeah, the decade. Yeah, like <laughs> we're going towards a decade. Well, actually, it's close, probably over year, seven years, because like it's 2015 is the start, the rift in the Democratic Party, and. You could even drag it back to 2012 when the Republican Party ripped itself in half with Ron Paul. We just weren't a part of that. So, like, this God, I country, wish I was a part of that. This country has been ripping itself apart for a long time. And it's not because half the country's racist or some people are just assholes or a lot of people are brainwashed and dumb. It's because there's a real corrupt crime I... syndicate that have control over both parties of our government. Can a we libertarian outside of those parties? Can a real libertarian really make an impact? Maybe. At, like, sure. are we finally at the time where, like, Some like how is it not- possible that a third party hasn't taken a, a, more power yet? One, it's dangerous. Two, to get that kind of credibility is impossible. Remember, Donald Trump, before he ran for either party, explored running independent. He should have. And he has all the money in the world. He pretty much self-financed his Republican campaign, but he still decided the only way he would really win Republican. was run Republican. And he was a Democrat. So, like, it doesn't even really matter your core ideologies at the center of it. You, you just, just need, need the a... support of a party. But, I don't know. I, That's I how think... hard it is to come from the outside. I don't know. I just think that there's a, there's a lane now. And I think there was a lane in 2016. Like, I think Trump... Bernie or Tulsi. I agree from the perspective... Could have gone independent. I agree from the perspective of democracy. But from the perspective of politics, it's the same conversation we were having before. Like, 
the people who run these elections are Democrats or Republicans. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, unless you have an election infrastructure, a team, a plan yeah, unless, nationwide, unless you're like, like, how are you beating them? Literally, unless you, you are a groundswell, where every, you need, like, 90%. Everyone needs to agree. To, yeah. But how are we not there? <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. How are we not there? How are we still fighting each other like goddamn idiots? Well, we are. It's fucking dumb. Like, Bill Gates is just smarter than us collectively. He's not. Kind of. I want to give him credit. Man. I want to torture these people. I'll put on the podcast. <laughs> I want to tie them up. Have you ever seen Law Abiding Citizen? No, what about you? See, you, ever, you know the, in Grand Theft Auto when you have that mission with Trevor? And the CIA makes you put the car battery on the guy and yeah, like, yeah, has yeah. a big monkey wrench. You have your options just all laid out in front of you. So how do I want to do it? Have you ever seen, I'm telling you, have you ever seen Law Abiding Citizen? Yeah. Okay. In that scene, when he tracks down the guy who, like, rapes and murders his wife in front of him, <laughs> he ties him to a table, cuts his eyelids off, Oof. which is genius. Like, I, we, now you have to watch. You're going to watch everything I do to you. And then you put mirrors all over the place so you can't escape it. You can only look at it. And you just, you know, you start going to work on it. Do whatever you got to do. That guy knew what he was doing. He was... He was personally attacked and he got revenge i feel like we've been personally attacked but as as citizens like all of us like i don't care if you're democrat republican independent libertarian whatever it doesn't matter every person has been personally attacked and we should be seeking revenge well something to catch up on that happened this week also is the DHS put out a memo that essentially says if you say what you just said you are an extremist and now you're Fucking essentially good. a terrorist good Good. Come you know, you know, how mad Amanda's gonna be one day when like I'm arrested. She's like, I fucking knew you shouldn't have been talking on that podcast. All that. <laughs> yeah. Well, now what? I need a hundred million dollars for bail. <laughs> You're an insurrectionist. On the brighter side of things, <laughs> I'm a Lacroix guy now. LaCroix. Have you ever seen the guy with the, the TikTok account who chugs LaCroix and immediately rates them? No. He chugs them in six seconds and then gives them a rating based on taste and chug ability. They seem awful to chug. They are. I mean, they're very bubbly. They're very fizzy. <laughs> but they're pretty good. And I'm not, I'm not a seltzer guy. This is the best one, I think. Like, it actually tastes like a beverage that's not sparkling water. Peach plum, he liked. Like, you know Polar? Like, you ever had, like, a black cherry Polar? Like, it's good, but it's flavored seltzer water. This feels like a drink that's not water. But it is water. Oh, last night at Super Bowl. Yeah. Did you see the commercial for Liquid Death, the water? Yes. That was a good commercial. I like that one. It's a little weird. It was funny, though. It's like kids pounding liquid death. Pregnant mom drinking it. It's funny. I've played 71 hours of Pokemon Arceus. Yeah, I think you gotta stop. No, it's awesome. I think you have a problem. I'm gonna 100% it. What does that even mean? 
I'm going to get everything done that I have to do in that game. There's nothing to do. No, there's a lot to do. You just walk around and get Pokemon. Game is... I've, I've watched a lot of reviews now about it, and a lot of the criticisms I think are just wrong. I've seen a lot of people who've reviewed it. And I, I'm not saying that they weren't fair. I think that the criticisms of some of them are fair. But I just think that some people are wrong. Like... People say that there's not a lot to do, there's not a lot of depth, the world isn't very deep. I think that you just didn't explore it enough. Because the more time I put into this game, the more I start to... Gotta give them credit, it's a great game. So, it's a, it's, it looks like absolute dog shit. So that's fair. You could say that about the game. It is a little buggy. It is slow. And maybe at times... There isn't a lot to do outside of what you're supposed to be doing, which is just throwing balls at Pokemon, catching Pokemon. Well, that's what I was going to say. Is like I obviously haven't played it, but every time I come upstairs and see you playing it, you're just doing the same thing. So to me, as just like an observer, I'm just like, eh. Like it doesn't look like that would sustain me. No, but see, for there is an infinite amount of time you could put into this game, I think. It's just one of those games where... Because you're just where, throwing balls. No, you're not. You have you have boss battles and different missions, hundreds of missions to do. and It's good. It's just a good game. And I think it's a step in the right direction. We've talked about that. But ultimately, I can't, I can't help but feel like it's just one of those games that... Ten years from now, people are gonna look back on I'm and be like, "I'll still be playing this game," uh-oh. or like it'll still be it'll still be something that people talk about is like important because it does feel like where they go from here is gonna be in this direction, I and mean, it, sh- it should be. But just by nature of what this game is, like if this were like a normal Pokemon game where there were gym battles or Team Rocket or whatever, it wouldn't have been. This game is special because it's so much. Simpler, but also freer. You just go out and get your stuff done. It's fun. Really good game. Couldn't believe how much time I'd put into it so far. Yeah, I mean, you play it nonstop. Yeah. Which is always a sign of a good game, though. Like, if it was a shitty game, you wouldn't be playing it for 70 hours. Yeah. So. Rose started playing it. What? It's and that's another thing you can say about it. Like as simple as it is, it's it's they're difficult mean, things too. It's what do you hard. mean Rose started playing it? I I set her up with a character. Well, she essentially did. I just gave her the controller and let it go, and her baby fingers would. She figured a lot of it out, and now no, she didn't. Every time I give it to She's her, she's just hitting shit. Every time I give it to her, she gets a little bit even more competent. It's kind of weird. I think you I'll show you when I'll show you. I think you're high. No. And you're like, my baby's playing Pokemon, but like, I don't think she's Well she's not like playing. She's it, not like, even one. But she understands when she's moving the character on the screen and gets a kick out of it and she's trying so you to think figure she, out. You think she is understanding like if she hits the controller, she there's a feedback that happens on the oh, screen. Absolutely. She's well, like the, I I right. can do that. She's been putting Netflix on herself for months already. She gets, like, if she grabs a controller... That's terrifying. ...that it controls the TV. That's terrifying to me. With the... Place... With the Nintendo, she watches me play it. So... Dude, not for nothing. You know what? I take it all back. 
probably very true because this is why Tiger Woods is the greatest golfer in the world. All he did was sit and watch Earl forever until he figured out I could do that. That's yeah, what Rose so, is doing with Pokemon. She's going to be the world's best gamer. <laughs> so she essentially gets the controller in her hand. And like right now her thumb hits the home button on the Wii controller the easiest. Which is just the button that takes you in and out of the game back to the dashboard. And she likes that. But she gets that when she hits that she goes in and out of the game. But she, but she sometimes can reach the joysticks. And then when she sees the girl running and she's moving the joysticks, she really gets she like but she, that only holds her attention for so long. But I'm telling you, it's, from, it's probably day four of me doing this. And it's I only watch, for a little... I want to watch her play. It's, it, it's better than, like, having no idea. Well, that's what I'm saying. I want to watch it. But she's just in the little tutorial area where they... She, she theoretically, she could be trapped there forever. But I wonder how long it'll take before she, like... What an experiment. Just film your child... With in this a, game, like... <laughs> This is how she's going to learn to live. Every day. Alright, let's see if you get any closer. Like the first time she actually catches one of those Pokemon. How long She has to catch the first three starters in order to get out of the tutorial and like go to the next oh, You thing. should document this. I'm kind of just enjoying it myself. That's hilarious. Will she ever get out of the tutorial? I'm sure she will. Like, by the time... I'm sure there's like three or four year olds that can pick up Pokemon Arceus and play around. You know, do the basic stuff. So... But if you can't read... Right? Like, you can't read what they're telling you to do. But you know what she understands? When the cutscenes happen and there's, like, dialogue, she can hit... Like, get, get like this B shit out of here. She knows, like, what'll move the screen to the next one. It's kind of weird. It is weird. Alright. I'm fascinated. She gets stuck in menus, like, she'll hit, like... <laughs> then that's it. And she doesn't know, then the screen will just stay like that. She doesn't know how to get out of them. Alright. Is there anything else? Uh, we had a TikTok that got a few, got a little traction. From our snow day? No, that one didn't do well. But I posted yesterday about how, how, about the spying stuff. We got 13 likes. Wow. Thank you for all of you likers out there. Listen to our podcast. <laughs> and if you heard that, you're already doing it. Congrats. Thank you. <laughs> We'll see you next time. Also, I just want to say everything I said about torture was a joke. I don't want to torture anybody. This is an anybody. entertainment podcast. It's all for fun. Can you imagine working at the DHS or the CIA or the FBI? To this? No. And, like, thinking that the people out here saying this stuff were the terrorists and not you working for the state, you dope. Like, I know you have to but like be, I said, you have to be pretty joke. smart to work for these agencies, but maybe you actually don't. If you know I what think, I'm saying. I think you just got to know somebody. No, I oh, think... yeah, my, my uncle's actually got a connection down at DHS if you need a job. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I didn't make it. The military didn't want me. Couldn't become a police officer. Didn't graduate high school. So that's, yeah. They'll take that job. That's all it is. Just like... The wheels are falling off and you have people at these... Like the ATF's tweet today. The ATF on Valentine's Day tweets out... Uh, essentially, if you have an ex-boyfriend or girlfriend... You should turn them in. You should turn them into the ATF for gun crimes. Like, what the hell is wrong with you? How If you work in the ATF, look what at them that, here, man. Well, no, what does that tell you, though? They're sick people. No, I actually don't think it has anything to do with them. I think it's like, what, is it, what does it tell you about our current climate? 
that they feel like they could tweet something like that, and there will be people that'll be like, oh yeah, because that's the people, the people, the citizenry have lost their goddamn minds. <laughs> yes. All right. We'll see you next time. All right. Bye. Now it's recording. Check, check. My mic on. We're live. Fuck it. Let's do it live. How was your Super Bowl party? It was good. I enjoyed it. Who won? Uh, the Rams. Anything, you know what? Anything interesting happened during you know, the game? You know what I was thinking during the game? What? At the end of the game, when it was fourth, when it was the, th- like, third, Getting close to the end zone, they're down four, so field goal doesn't tie it. 
They need the touchdown. I all I was thinking was like, if this were the Dolphins, I think I'd kill myself. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I don't think I want them to make a Super Bowl. If you were the Bengals or if you were the Rams, either one, I'd be dead either way. Like if you're the Bengals and you're like, you can't let them score here, because like you kind of know it's over. Like you you knew like you weren't getting them. I mean, you saw so many miraculous like. Last like, drives. I, w- I thought the Bengals were going to go down. No, and Especially after that play to chase where they just like ripped off like 20 yards. 13 or 20 yards right off the bat. I was like, oh, they're going to get a field goal. Easy. No. But I don't know. Like, Or if you're like, if you're a Rams fan, like going in is terrifying because like, it's four down territory. And it's just like, get it or don't. I don't know. I was just thinking. We were watching it in the city. We were like up in a tall skyscraper. And I was like, if this was the Dolphins, I'd jump out the window. <coughs> yeah. I must be excruciating. Right? We'll but never at that know. point, you have to get through all the playoff games, and both of those teams had excruciating moments in the play- their playoff Which is why games. it's even worse. Like, you went through that whole journey. If you fall short now, what's, what's the point? I would rather get blown out in the Super Bowl. Nah. Let it be over instantly and be like, you know what? We made it. It was fun. You get the whole game to kind of just like soak in. We're in the Super Bowl. Now you gotta you gotta give it your best but, game. Like the Bengals led until the last minute and a half. But the NFL fe- season once again flies by. It does go crazy fast. We just a few episodes ago and, we were talking about the start of the season, and here we are. Totally. And we don't even get to like do the thing that I like to do, which is like. It's baseball season because, like, it's not baseball season because baseball's not going to have a season. Dude, I can't believe the owner's counteroffer to the players that just came out, like, this morning or yesterday. About the minor leaguers? <clears throat> it was essentially nothing. They came out and they said they're ca- they know that their counteroffer isn't good, but it's just meant to hopefully spur conversations. Like, are you dumb? I almost respect them for how <laughs> shitty they are. Did you see what they said about minor leaguers? What? They don't think they should even be paid. Nice. They said they they're like interns. They're getting paid with experience. Wow. <laughs> Dude, I I actually want baseball to stop existing. It's my favorite sport, and I want it to not exist anymore because we sh- we don't deserve it. Because the owners, the owners in baseball, are everything that's wrong with politics. Are everything that's wrong with society. So fuck them. You now your sport's dead, and I hope you all you're all broke. Because you ruined it for everybody. And what are the players even going to do? The players should just stop. The players should be like, fuck it, we're done. We're going to start our own league. That's what I would do. We'll just play for fun. If Saudi Arabia was smart, what they would do is like, stop with the golf, dude. Start like, your own baseball Start league. your own baseball league. Are you kidding me? Those players will go over in a heartbeat. They go everywhere else in the world. They're like, baseball? Sure, yeah. We're done here. You're going to pay me how much? <laughs> For a year? You got it. Yeah. Uh, sports sucks right now. For, for The next thing we really have to look forward to is... The draft? Mar- March Madness, the draft, and the Masters. That's about it. <laughs> Alright. Yeah. I'm ready. For? The show. You want me to turn this off? Well, this was just practice.
Well, it recorded. Oh, no. I don't feel safe with your finger <laughs> on the trigger there. It's not pointed. Don't you know anything about Clorox safety? It's not pointed at you. <laughs>